Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. So we're going to look at different property structures, but the most important one is a limited company. So on this page here, you've got the various different ones, but I want to cover limited company because I think that's the most important and the one that you ought to know about. Okay. So does somebody want to share with me their experience of a, a limited company? When we form a company, how do we do it? What happens? Yeah, and Call then the name that you want. Yes. Oh. And they send you the memes and arts and go. Uh, yes. Uh, and where's that company listed? Company's house. Company's house. Yeah. And because it's listed on company's house, what does that mean? Public. It, there is, it's public. Number. Public information, so people can see your your filings. Offices, yeah. Yeah. So if being secretive is important to you and to least some people, yeah. then you don't want a limited company or an LLP like you mentioned earlier. Okay, so your information is publicly li uh, listed. Once you form a company, what kind of officers or people do you need? Director. Director. In the, a director? Secretary. Company secretary. Don't need one. No, just director. Used to, in, in the old days. They changed that, oh. I think, about 10, 12 years ago. So you're in the company secretary? Just a director. Just a director. What else do you need? Shareholders. A shareholder. And generally speaking, <coughs> in, in, in your scenario, I think it'll be two different people? Yes. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on your structure. Holding, <laughs> Sorry? I'm a director, but my, my holding company is a shareholder. Okay, so you're ahead of the curve. But generally speaking, for most people here, the shareholder and director are going to be the same person. Okay? Yeah? So you, and then you've got your articles of association and your, you've got your memorandum, yeah? So the num number one benefit of a limited company, generally speaking, is you are not personally liable for the debts. So if you have a sole trader business or a partnership business and something goes wrong and you owe money to a third party, you have to pay the debts personally. If not, they'll take your house away. A limited company is a separate legal entity, has its own name, its own persona. Uh, and if the company goes bust, you don't, are not liable for the debts unless you have a personal guarantee. You have a personal guarantee. Okay, and whenever you get a loan or a mortgage, what's the first thing that they ask you for? Personal guarantee. And let's say you've refinanced with Aldermore for half a million pounds. Mm. How much do they want the personal guarantee to be? Um, but yeah, you're in jail. I, I don't know. You're in trouble, by the way. You were supposed to raise your hand and say, Shaz, can we go through my scenario? But now, now, I've start, now I've started, you're going to have to be patient, okay? Like the Heinz ketchup ad, but yeah, patient. Uh, half a million? Half a million. Is there anything we can do about that? Don't know. Shafiq says no. Ivanka, what do you reckon? Anything we can do about that? Yep. You're not sure? You don't have to, but if you don't, you won't get the loan. Okay. <laughs> Any thoughts? So you can we can negotiate the amount of the personal guarantee, okay? 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, for the New England one, our when we refinanced, I think it was one point one five million. Okay. The ceiling. No, do you remember the, the initial example I shared with you? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was worth 1.65. Yeah. We refinanced for 1.15 or 1.2 million. Mm -hmm. The personal guarantee I negotiated with them was how much trace do you think I negotiated with them on a 1.2 million loan? 500? 10%. Maybe 200,000. Close. You're close as well. You're closest, by the way. <coughs> uh, 100 grand. Oh, wow. 10%. Oh. Yeah. Because why do they want a personal guarantee? So that if anything goes wrong, they can come and get their money from you. To keep you in the hook. Mm -hmm. So whether it's 100 grand or 1.2 million, they know that the borrower mm -hmm. can't get away and can't just walk away and say, I'm off, see you later. Mm -hmm. So 100 grand will give them enough comfort to make sure that I am committed to that deal, I'm not going to walk away. So what do you need 1.2 million for, yeah? So, so important point for you, mm -hmm. when you're doing bigger deals, Negotiate the personal guarantee for a much smaller number. Because if things do go wrong, you might take a hit on 100 grand, but you ain't going to take a hit on 1.2 million. Does yeah? yeah, generally speaking. Yeah? So the personal guarantee depends on your earnings as well. How do they calculate, for example, they can give you 500 versus they can give you. Uh, or they don't. They do want you to cover the entire loan. I understand, but it obviously, it doesn't depend on your um, ability, like financial. Ability to cover, for example, your salary is a hundred thousand. That's why you you were you were given a hundred. You were permitted to take hundred thousand personal guarantee. Is that how? They probably take that into account, but I think it's just a, a negotiation, because mm -hmm. the, the the personal guarantee is a safety net for them to make sure that somebody doesn't walk away when the going gets tough. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're saying you just want me to be committed. A hundred grand keeps me committed, mm -hmm. just as much as one point two million. Okay. Yeah, because most people aren't going to walk away for hundred hundred grand. Yeah, unless you're really, really wealthy, then you don't care. But generally speaking, and if you're really wealthy, you probably don't have a loan anyway. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense? Yeah. So always negotiate your uh, personal guarantees. You can't do that on a single buy slip. Because you, if you're buying it for 200 grand and your mortgage amounts to 150, they're not going to give you 50 grand. They want 150 grand. But as a deal gets bigger, you've got 5, 7, 10, 12, 15 plus units, then it's flexible, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you really want to be flexible, uh, then you can to go to some of the bigger law firms and you can renegotiate the entire contract. That doesn't cost you about 20 grand. It's mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. yeah? Okay. But yeah, just because they give you their terms of business doesn't mean you have to accept mm -hmm. them. You can renegotiate every single point. Most smaller law firms, the kind of firms that we tend to use, high street firms, don't have the ability to, to do that. But if you go to the top 10, top 20 firms, they can do that for you, yeah? But th so just keep your personal guarantee as low as you can so that you're not personally liable apart from that amount there. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.